0: This is Things You Might not Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm going to present for you in moments yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This... go to supplemental sources both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you may have missed throughout the day a little bit of context thrown in there to get you through in the queue eight news stories from the past day that you vetted as conversational and then we put it together in this crafted newscast just for you i'll explain the vetting process at the end of the headlines and also end up with some fun things as well at the end of the show so make sure you stay tuned for the entire shebang the whole shebang if you will uh, our website is this is visit for more details on how we do things every single day here for the conversation project uh, so make sure you are a part of what's happening and ready to go so without further ado let's get into the eight stories for today tuesday december the 12th 2022 is today and these are eight new stories that we created for you from the top 15 stories posted yesterday in our feeds on the conversation project Starting off with story number one headline, I said if you made it into the feeds, you made it into this, the range, we would talk about it. Fort Campbell in Mission Essential Report status after tornado rips through uh, region. The region being tornado, uh, t- um, Tennessee and Kentucky over the weekend. Uh, a total of eight tornadoes, I believe, went through the area in uh, lots of damage. Lots of, in, 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 in uh, the case of lives, about six lives total uh, lost in, um, in Kentucky alone. And we are seeing the aftermath of this. Fort Campbell and the story specifically coming from Task and Force, a website, and news agency that focuses on Military type stuff. I'm not sure if it's actually uh, in the military stuff, sort of like the, um, the the Stars and Stripes was, or just something that focused on military stuff. Dealing with this aftermath of many families on the base, many families in the area, military families losing everything. As we are very, very close, uh, coming up on 13 days till Christmas. This happening a few days ago over the weekend. I wanted to put this in line because yesterday we talked about the tornadoes and the devastation. Today. Uh, It's a bit of a reminder of just how real this thing is. Uh, I literally had a meeting last night with the groups uh, that's going over our neighborhood. I'm in the Neighborhood Association, and we are dealing with eight months past a tornado here in in Little Rock. I still don't have a home. Many people that are on the board don't have homes yet. Many people have, you know, given up. Some people built houses back and just are selling them, just, you know, had to get them back, and they just got to get away. Some people just sold the scraps and land for what's going on. The military folks don't have that option because they're there because they're told to be there and they'll have to just kind of live through what's going on. I know many people from our group are actually going up to Tennessee and Kentucky just next week to to just to help and drop things off, do what they can, because we feel like we owe them that it is something that's happening. Make sure you keep families of disasters in mind. Make sure you keep families of war and all those other things going on in mind because there are families going on while the politics of taking care of things is being done. And, of course, the warring part. In some cases as well. Let's go to the next headline for this morning. This is one is much, much bigger, much, much happier, uh, but um, maybe not as important as the other one. But to you guys, it was number one on the day. BTS members RM and V start compulsory military service in South Korea, but the band will reunite in 2025 not too far away basically a year and a bit from now rmmv of k-pop band bts began the mandatory military duties under South Korea law and two other band members are expected to report for duty on monday they basically are in the army now Jin, j-hope and suga or suga are already uh months into their compensation how many members of this band are there? there's like 20 guys it's like All the members of Menudo all together, like over the lifetime, coming together in the multiverse of a band doing this. I thought it was just like seven guys. This is a lot of dudes. Uh, But they arrived at boot camp. They're doing their thing. They're not going to do very much. Most like Elvis back when he was in the Army. You know, he sat around, drove a tank, maybe a little bit, drove a Jeep, sat around the mess hall a bunch, and didn't do very much in the way of putting in the very forward force. I would say that Harry and William actually did a lot more for their mandatory service even though they were royals and there were wars going on at the time of course you're not sending out the king possible kings of england out there to war but we'll see how much actual military service that the guys from bts actually get and once they're all done in about a year or so that means they're back together they're much older so the um let's say the uh the the crowd will be a bit more mature and looking for more maturity but still do the hip-hop poppy stuff that k-pop people love bts still rules apparently No idea. Let's go to the next story, which was a big one on our TikTok video we put out, but not so much for the YouTube folks. Apparently, YouTube folks like working from the man. The headline read, Pierre founder workers not motivated by shareholders. And this is a story that got a lot of love in the feedback and your engagement. But like I said, we put a video out with a little short sort of teaser of it. The TikTok users gave me one of the largest videos I had all along, and probably because TikTok users are the ones out there kind of slamming these types of things and slamming this guy in general uh, of what's going on. Essentially, the founder of Panera Bread, not the current uh, CEO, not the current people in charge because this guy sold it to uh, private equity and then it went public, essentially, uh, is basically saying there's no motivation for workers to work for shareholders, no motivation for workers to work in the corporate the corporate uh, the corporate chain anymore because they're not getting anything they're doing what they can they're making less money they're working with worse uh, materials in this case lesser food and right now Panera is being sued twice uh, for killing people over lemonade the conditions of working aren't, aren't, aren't great and it's you know for them it's a restaurant so it's food service and already already bad to begin with this is a Panera thing sort of specific but not really, because essentially everybody jumped out in, in the comments and talked about how bad working on low-wage jobs are, minimum-wage jobs are, food service jobs are, and Panera Bread. A lot of people were really pissed off about the about the about basically the, uh, the service and the quality of the food at Panera specifically. This was one that got your attention. This is one I'm sure we'll see again this weekend. A lot of stories are big, so we'll see what's going to fight for the weekend ideas for the weekly wrap-up. But this is one that really got a lot of people's dander up. But I must say... It was on TikTok. The YouTube folks apparently like working for corporate overlords and shareholders. It just is what it turned out to. Next story for the morning headline read: Special Counsel Jack Smith asked Supreme Court to rule quickly on whether Trump can be prosecuted. Here's a big deal about this whole Trump having like four trials, five trials, you count the civil suit right now for uh, his company and 91 indictments to rule through. There's an election coming up in, you know, like 10 months. And with that happening, with that happening, with that happening, Donald Trump could be our next president or our president again, how we wouldn't say that with that happening, with that happening, with that happening, he's essentially immune from anything. So any of these trials that go before the election can basically bound him out of the election uh, from there. Anything that goes on after election. We're stuck until four years are past, and he's basically free again. At that time, he'll be 80-something years old. And will he care? Will he be around? Who knows? We may care. We may not, based on how people vote him into the presidency, if that happens. It's Jack Smith is asking for the Supreme Court to rule quickly, because this is the president, because he's the president, where they've been prosecuted fairly and quickly to get the whole damn thing done. We're going to see how this thing plays out literally in court literally within days because we can't wait for an action to delay on this one let's give some love to the ladies first going to lsu kateria pool is no longer with lsu women's basketball team that's a quick note we got from espn uh, there are details to go in the story but she as her coach i said is no longer on the team locker room issues essentially being uh, listed with that, we go to the nemesis of Angel Reese, who's back on the court for LSU, and that being Caitlin Clark of Iowa. She reached 3,000 career points. Congratulations to her uh, hitting that one for the Cyclones. Um, so so it's it's more than, uh, I'm sorry, hitting that against the Cyclones, I should say. Uh, happened that happened. She plays for Iowa State. Um, yeah, I, miss, I totally butchered that one, but we're kind of rolling through this thing. So uh, Caitlin Clark, Iowa's, Caitlin's Clark um, beat Iowa State last night and got three thousand points for this one. I'm gonna blame this on a robot editor and a little bit of tiredness. We did deal with some for some, for some um, tornado stuff last night, so a little tired, a little ragged. We're gonna deal. We're gonna blame it on that one and move on to this story, which is much more serious. So I'm gonna really get get kind of deep in this one. Texas woman who sought court order to get an abortion says she will leave the state for procedure. This story is actually getting larger, getting bigger, going deeper into detail. As a Texas woman who was told her baby uh, will not live more than days, maybe hours after being born, uh, sought to get an abortion in Texas. She was denied. Then she was granted. And now again, she's denied. She is saying she's going to leave the state and do the procedure. We'll see what happens in this uh, case going forward, uh, because essentially she's very much pregnant, but has to carry a birth to term for a baby that is still alive, but literally will not survive actual childbirth, not survive life once it comes to fear. And so... The the issue that is the, at stake for abortion is you know the life of the child the child's life is very much um, not very much of any sort of quality so now it's the life of the mother carrying the child to term we'll see how this one plays out literally as the courts telling us one thing but we'll see what she'll do going forward and finally the story you've all been waiting for the meal you've been waiting for. The Double Decker Taco returns to Taco Bell locations nationwide. This is not a, a sort of a sneaking in of McRib across places that went away forever, then sort of snuck in in different places. Oh, yeah, Little Rock got some McRib. Uh, this is big. The Double Decker Taco, the taco that's also smothered in refried beans and covered with another taco, because you can do that. Taco Bell made this thing, uh, is back, uh, and it's back for probably a limited time so see if you can get it but it's all over the place get yourself a double deco taco like i said we were kind of tired it was a little late last night had some some flubs getting in but we're on the air we're doing it we're here kind of deal with it in our errors apologies and omission section we just want to talk about the taylor swift story that was number two today Uh, so let's just be clear bts was number one um LSU uh, losing member number three, number two today, today for yesterday. So this story will come back to haunt us for the weekend, I'm pretty sure. Tony Romo accidentally calls Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey's wife. This happened on CBS over the weekend during the game uh, where there's a whole lot of stuff going on. You saw Taylor Swift in the stands, or in the, the box, I should say, uh, celebrating her man. Travis out there playing the footballs. Tony Romo, who um, gets caught very much on his flubs, because when he does one, it's it's hilarious and it's momentous. Called Taylor Swift, Tony Romo, Taylor Swift. Too many T's. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey's wife, in the commentary. People went nutballs over it. Not the wife. She's not married to anybody. Not that other guy. Not this guy. They're just dating right now. They're not there yet. She hasn't got to the point where she can screw it up yet. Oh yes. I'm saying it. I'm calling it right now. She's going to screw it up. There'll be lots of songs about it. You Swifties will love it. Meantime, our teaser story for this morning. This is a story we could talk about tomorrow if you deem it worthy of the chit-chat. And how do you do that? You go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter or call it X if you want to. Call it X if you must uh, to uh, get the story in line for our feeds. We take the top 15 stories of a day's story from Tuesday through Friday. For Yesterday for Monday, we gave you thir- 10 stories from top 30 of the weekend. We give 15 top stories. This is one that goes in line with what we had today talking about the founder of Panera Bread saying that workers don't want to work for shareholders because it's Christmas season and this is when these things happen. Headline for this story is Hasbro laying off 1,100 workers as weak toy sales persist into holiday season. If you want to chat this one up, go to the feeds and find this one or just wait for it to come to you. Our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project. Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. What you'll see there is every 50 minutes we post new stories from various news sources. Some you may love, some you may not love so much, but they give us a solid story. Some we're a little worried about ourselves, but sometimes they're just there and you guys love them. And you engage in the story. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. The more engagement the story gets, the higher chance we have of talking about it in the next iteration. next iteration for this one will be the Wednesday edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard. If this is top 15, more than likely, we will get it into the actual rundown. Just like that. Right now, we're going to take a moment to spotlight one of our sponsors. Go to our sponsors page at our website and visit many of our sponsors. They're all affiliate links, so if you click on a link and buy from them, or some just visit them and, and move around the website, we get some credit for you doing that. This is one that we're getting taken a lot of credit for because Blinkist is an app I've been using for you know over a decade, and Blinkist is an app that will get you caught up on all the great books that you're missing out. This is a conversationproject.com/slash Blinkist. This it's a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist is the home for the blinkus app. And so you go there, you download the Blinkus app, you, find, you sign up for a subscription, and you can get great books in little time. Lots of great books, a whole lot of little time. Go to the, the website or go to the app, if you will, and you can get a chance to read or listen to audio versions of what they call Blinks. They take full versions of books and they break them down into condensed versions that give you the meat and potatoes, the real kind of the, the pureness of the points of this going on. I use this app every morning on the way to work. I use this app every night before I go to bed. Sometimes in between days, as I find myself with 15, 20 minutes of time where I can sit and kind of not be bothered, because you can read books that normally take you four or five hours to read or listen in audio form, even if you speed it up in 15 minutes or so. Most of those like that. Uh, It's great. Check it out and you will be amazed at how quickly you can catch up on books as well. You can also share the love of Blinkist with Blinkist Spaces. But go check it out and find out on your own. Go to this. It's theconversationproject.com slash Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. This is an affiliate link. So if you choose to download the app and subscribe to the service, we get a bit back. And we thank you for that one. We also thank you for stopping by our website, which is the Conversation Project. At this is a conversation project.com where you can find all the love and all this, the great stuff that we do at the website or for the conversation project at the website. You can also find links to our feeds, which we talked about out for links to uh, where we are, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, those things as well. Links to our newsletter so you can just get the news without having to hear me or see me links to our podcast so you can just not see me just hear me and how you can find us in various places you can always email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com that way you can talk with us on what we can do to do things better or not as worse you can go to the feeds i said that three times just in this promo because it's very important i don't have the words to say in these shows unless you give me the words from the feeds and give us engagement scores that's how that works out and stop by our partnerships page and see if there's a way you want to connect with us directly to get some stuff done. That is all. That is all. That is all. So let's get to the fun stuff and get on with our day, shall we? The Fun stuff always begins with birthdays every single weekday morning. And today... No exception. On December 12th, we celebrate Mayim Bialik, who is 48 years old today. Of course, coming too fair for all of us to understand and love as Blossom, the the girl with the big hats, that turned into from a kind of a lovey Carrie show to a really dark, depressing, when she did her her deep... moving into adulthood turn it was a different show but still got a love for six because that's me and love my blalick who is went on to become a actual professor i think she's actually a doctor of such then played a doctor on the big bang theory coming back to fair and now is one of the hosts on jeopardy maybe a permanent host i think they're still fighting on whether her or Ken jennings have to like do a a uh, a fight like at the end of squid games to sort of see who actually wins the game We'll see what happens on that one. Not, not trivia, folks. You know, this is blades and knives and all sorts of things going go on that end. Mayim Bialik, all kidding aside, happy birthday. 48 years old on the day. 2000, the year. December 12th, the day. A divided U.S. Supreme Court halted the presidential rec- recount in Florida. And me saying it so poorly is probably part of the issue. Effectively making Republican George W. Bush the winner. Remember hanging chads? Of course, you don't because you're too young to remember hanging chats. But in 2000, we had a crisis of similar concern that we had in lately years in our election process for president, where back in the day, you went in Florida, you went to a booth, they didn't have electronic stuff, you took a little pencil, and you punched in a hole in a card, and they and they looked at it and saw the holes went through and went with there, and the scanner read it. But if you didn't punch the hole completely, you had a chad, which is what you call little holes, and a hanging chad, which was kind of there, you couldn't tell if it was punched, not punched, maybe you punched two of this at the wrong time. There was a ballot someplace where uh, it was mislabeled, so Pat Buchanan got a bunch of votes instead of uh, Some Gore or Bush can't remember whose votes he he stole. It was all sort of insanity. And Florida basically for days was holding up the election. And guess what? On this day, December 12th, George Bush was officially named uh, the winner of the election. After a November election. See, these things actually kind of go around in circles and they get screwed up every single time. Today... On December the 12th, we're going to celebrate Soundcheck Day, and we want to put the song, Signify Sneaker Pimps, uh, Six Underground in your head, because one, two, one, two. Soundcheck, one, two, one, two. You're welcome, America. With that, we're wrapping up for the day. This has been Things You Might Not Have Heard for this day. But before we step out, one more thing. Uh, We are rolling into the season uh, for... should be love and giving, but some folks, it's not so loving and giving. So all the way up until we get there, we're going to remind you, if you're in need, call or text the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 988, on your cell phone. Or you can go to 988lifeline.org online, 24-7. Someone's there to speak to you in English and Spanish. Just a quick reminder, literally every single day up through the holidays, because it's that important. And now, it's and we get to work. We got things to do. We got a whole life to live on Tuesday. You got to go vote some stories up. You got to go engage in the news. I've got to put the news out to engage in. And we got to come back tomorrow on Wednesday for a hopefully much more well rested edition of things you might have heard. Tell us how we did. If we did not so great, email us. Let us know if you did better than you. I'm thinking we're doing email us and let us know and make sure you're staying limber, staying hydrated, staying on task for all the grand things you're here to do through the holiday season through uh, 2023, 24, 25. 2087 if you have that juice you go do it do great things have a great day we're wrapping this up for the day love you mean it we'll see you tomorrow on Wednesday